John 20, verse 24. It actually says seeing, believe, seeing and believing as the title here in my Bible. Who knows about doubting Thomas? Thomas who got nine news. <laughs> my guy, but Doubting Thomas. It's okay if you don't know. Candice here knows. Oh no, is it Candice? Canice. Canice Candice. Sorry, I'll be mixing up your name. Candice Denise, yes. <laughs> okay, so I will start. Are we, are we there? Awesome. Now Thomas called the twin. One of the, of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails. So this is after Jesus dies and rose again. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. <laughs> and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side. I will not believe. So Thomas was like, listen, y'all lying. Y'all are lying. I need to see Jesus with nails. The hole in his hand and his, and his side. I need to see everything before I believe y'all that Jesus is alive. And, verse 26, and after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. So Jesus was like, what's up? Here I am. <laughs> then he said to Thomas, it's interesting how he called Thomas out, though. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord, my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you believed. But blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. have Tom here. Uh, I said Tom. <laughs> we, we have, well, it's Tom, but Tom is here. And Thomas was one of the disciples. Jesus died. Jesus had already told him, I'm going to come back. And Thomas was like, you a lie. <laughs> Basically like, I have to see the nails in his hands and in his side to believe that Jesus actually died and rose again. And Jesus said, what's up? Here you go. Here you go. Put your hand right here. What's up? And then Jesus told Thomas, what do you say? Because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen, yet have believed. Why is faith so important? In our Christian walk, why is faith so important? Can anybody answer that for me? Why is faith so important? To, it, it doesn't, we're not looking for a correct explanation or a wrong explanation. To you personally, why is faith so important? Nah. I feel like faith is important because it's kind of like the basis of our whole entire like relationship with Christ. God bless you. Who else? 
Very valid, actually. Very valid. Now you need to be preaching. God bless you. You need to be preaching. <laughs> As Ma said, faith is one of the major cornerstones in the foundation of a believer. Because if you don't have faith, then what are you doing? <laughs> As a believer, as a Christian, then what are you doing? Because the whole, the whole basis of this is faith. Were you there when God created the heaven and earth? No. So you didn't see it. How do you believe? How do you believe? Because you believe in God's birth word, right? You have faith in God's word. The Bible tells us that if you believe, if you believe, if you have faith as small as what? A mustard seed, you can move what? The whole basis of Christianity, or let me say one of the main foundations, main cornerstones of Christianity is faith. But many of us don't even have it. Ooh, that's a ooh moment. Somebody should have said ooh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> many of us don't have faith. In the beginning of time, God created two people. The, I'm taking, we're taking us back to Genesis. Uh, uh, okay, oh, hold on, hold on, before I go there. With a show of hands, who here wants to please God? Who wants to be a pleaser of God? Because if you're sitting in here and you don't want to please God, I don't know what you're doing. That's pretty much everybody. But do you know that in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says that without faith, you can't please him? You cannot please God. Because if you don't have faith, you don't have what? Thank you. God bless you. Who said that? Let me shout a break quick. You're a man of God. I already told you you're a man of God, but you did play. But it's okay. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. No. If you don't have faith, then you don't have trust. Let's go to, um, okay, you know what? Don't even open. Because I want to kind of move through this. Um, in the beginning of time, God created no, the two people that he created. God bless. Adam and Eve. <laughs> so Eve, our mother, <laughs> Eve was like, listen, this fruit right here is looking good. Okay? She didn't see all the other things in the garden of Eden. She was looking at the fruit that God told her not to look at. So, of course, um, the devil came to um, tempt um, Eve. He didn't even try. He really didn't even try. And Eve was like, oh, I right. <laughs> disobeyed God. And then her husband was like, well, okay, yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> and joined in with Eve and was like, okay, let's sit together and disobey God. And in that moment, the Bible says that they realized they were naked. This is a this is that part of the scripture is owing a part that I don't know why is it that it took them to eat the fruit before say it again right why did it take them to eat the fruit to notice that they were naked how come they didn't say how come they didn't realize they were naked at first. Who said that? Who said that? Because they didn't sin. God bless you. Woo! 
That was no sin. But isn't it crazy how as soon as they ate the fruit, they realized flesh. Belinda, yes? I have a question. So do you Please, think... Please, <laughs> But okay. go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's just something I think about when I hear the story of Adam and Eve. Like, So do you think... What do you think would have happened if Adam refused to eat the apple and then Jesus was still alive? Oh, anyway, but Eve, okay, okay. What if um, Eve, well, um, Adam refused to eat the fruit and then... I, I believe that we would still be under the covering of God in a sense where, you know, when you read in Genesis, it says that they were able to commune with God very... Yeah. He would just come and talk to them. We, we, we don't got it like that right now. <laughs> let's, let's be for real. Yeah. It's not... It's not through the, of course, through the blood of Jesus, you know, is is we have somewhat of that, but I don't think it was as it was then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have something. I just lost it. What was the question again? So remind me. Um, what do you think would have happened if Adam refused? Oh, to he would not be sinful. Yeah. We would not recognize the flesh, because how does how 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 does sin come through? The flesh. The flesh is, you know. Let me go here. Let me go here. Let me go here. In our community, in our churches, our African churches, we make a lot of emphasis on what, baby fool, and demons, right? But let me tell you, your biggest problem is because they can't get you if you don't allow them, right? But once they ate the fruit, they were aware of, oh, the flesh entered the scene, just like that. And then the desires of the flesh, right? And, and the, the flesh does contrary to what God wants. Because God is of spirit. The body is flesh. It's carnal. So, guess what? Once the flesh entered the scene, we became blind. Do you think that the way Adam and Eve were operating then is how we're operating now? I mean, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus, because I think once and once Jesus entered the scene, he restored. <laughs> he restored us, because if it wasn't for Jesus, I have no comment. I have no comments. So, how does faith come in? I want uh, four people. I need four people up here. Okay, now, one nine. Okay, now, come up, boys, boys. Oh, my G, Come on, Kweku. Who else? I need how many did I say four, right? Yeah. I need one guy, one guy, one guy, one guy, one guy. One guy, one guy, one guy. 
Come on. One guy, one guy. Y'all cannot tell me the females are more bold than me. Come on, Come on, man. Listen. Y'all supposed to be the dogus. Where, where the dogus? Brandon, what is that? Kwame, come, come, come. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. Come on. Come. What's your name? Emmanuel. Okay, Emmanuel. So we're gonna do an illustration, and this is how I'm. I'm a visual person. I'm a creative, so I need pictures. Only me for words and better time, cause me to me so I don't understand words too much. I need visuals. <laughs> Amen. So I have a visual for you all. Uh, granted me to me by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Violence is not the answer. Okay. Okay, sin entered the scene, and now the enemy has access to us through the the flesh, the flesh. But God tells us to believe in Him, put our trust and faith in Him. Correct? Okay. How does faith come in? So now, sin has entered the chat, 
we become blind. Brother, please. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the devil's whatever advocate, as you see. Close your eyes. Walk. <laughs> this is the destination that you're supposed to go to. right this is what the enemy does he does not want you to get to your destination he doesn't want to get want you to get to <laughs> your identity who God has called you to be your purpose so that is the whole purpose of the enemy coming in and like okay eat this fruit you're not you're not gonna die but in actuality we did it wasn't a physical death it was a what a spiritual death okay come back Open your eyes. Turn around. Turn around. Okay. Now, the Lord is telling us, have faith in me. We all know that. I don't know if you guys have had that lesson. Holy Spirit, KT, the Trinity. Okay. I won't go into it. So, Holy Spirit, Father, Son, He says, Believe in me. There's a word in the Bible said that says, "Lean not on your own understanding, right? But we lean on God." So, even though me is blind, close your eyes. We have uh, uh, your friend is saying, "Oh yeah, Hannah, Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit." Okay, you are going to guide him to his destination. So let's go. You guys gotta block me. Most of swim pian. So this is what faith in God does. Who's father? Thank you. This is what faith in God does for us. He gets us to where we need to go. So, come again. Uh, brother blind. You are not blind in Jesus' name, but you are blind for this. Close your eyes. So, when the enemy wants to come in, you guys follow. And this is what the Holy Spirit This is what the Lord does. Amen. Thank you guys. Go sit down. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Amen. Let me have your attention. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven. It says, "We walk by faith, not by." Huh. We walk by faith, not by sight. And so, in 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 the physical, we walk with. But when we go into the spiritual realm, we walk by. Oh. So you see how important it is to have faith? You understand how crucial it is to have faith? Because guess what? You are not going to go anywhere as a spirit man if you don't have faith in God. Amen?
Amen. Um, Proverbs 3, chapter, chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. You can write it down. You don't have to turn there. It says, I already mentioned it, but it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Yeah. Yeah. He shall direct your path. Oh. So a lot of us, guess what? We're going through school. We're in middle school. We're in high school. Somebody coming at you with Somebody coming at you with sex. Somebody coming at you with astrology. Somebody coming at you with fights, drugs, tattoo, and we are just being knocked. I said weed. I said weed, though. Yeah. <laughs> Who? I forgot what. Please, you all know, so I don't have to mention all of it. Money. We'll talk at the church. Bye. Yo. Okay. So, because our faith and our foundation, because we understand that faith is a foundation, and God is built on sand. It's not built on a rock. It's built on sand. So any kind of flood comes to throw you off course. That's why a lot of us are struggling. A lot of us are struggling because our real faith and foundation is not in God. We trust more in our favorite television show to come on at 9 p.m. than to God to come through for us. It's facts. Let's be for real. I'll, I'll be like that too. Something comes my way and I'm like, dang, Lord. Not again. <laughs> not again. My faith wavers. Right? To trust God, you have to have to trust God, you have to have faith. Have faith in him and he will lead you to a good ending. Where you need to be. Somebody say, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. You guys adore. Somebody say, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Like, I don't think you understand. You got to say it like your life depends on it because guess what this flesh will tell you it's all fake this flesh will tell you this Jesus Christ thing I don't know because I'm looking at my household and it's not looking like this Jesus Christ thing is, is real I'm looking at my grades and it's not looking like the Holy Spirit finna come through for me you know what I'm saying so I, I don't know Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. Let's go to Mark. Chapter 9. I think it's right before, right before John. No, it's Mark, Luke, John. So it's not too far. 
Mark chapter 9, verse 21. God bless you. So we're going to, I'm going to read from chapter 9, verse 21 to 27. And, and I, I, I want, if you guys have, you guys don't bring notebook, hey, who has notebook? I will give you money. Me. Who bought a notebook? Let me show, see you. Huh? Who brought their notebook? One, two, three. What did you write? Today. You think I'm not a parent? You want to come and confuse me, right? Oh, high five. I have Okay. 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 Whenever she brings it, I don't know where she's going. Okay, I'll make tabs. Because you guys, you, don't, you like to come and sit here. No more TV. We are sweating. You guys are looking at us like TV. Anywho, Mark chapter 9, verse 21 through 27. Mark chapter 9, verse 21 through 27. Are we there? Belinda, where drew her? Oh, you're writing it down? Okay, no problem. He asked his father, how long, so this is um, a son or a young boy that was struggling with, I guess what we would call epilepsy or convulsions, um, seizures, if you will. Um, and the father brought him to Jesus. So this is Jesus speaking to the father. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe if you can believe, Obianka, if you can believe, oh, please, does anybody in here does it understand she? Somebody in here don't understand? <laughs> Who don't understand she? Okay, good, because I've been speaking she. I didn't even ask, sorry. Okay, everybody understands she. Okay, great. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the, the Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. A lot of us need to be in that posture, actually. Help my unbelief. Where am I? 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 Thank you. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Death and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him, and he became as one dead, so that many said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he rose. Amen. Amen. Jesus, that's my dog. <laughs> Listen, 
Jesus already has compassion for you. Jesus is already in position to help you. If it was not so, that man would not come here on this dusty, dingy earth to come and suffer 33 years, be persecuted, and then be led to the cross and die for say me. If he was not already, if he didn't already have love and compassion and wanted to help you, he would not do that. Please, if you want to sleep, arise, get water, and come back. Or walk around and come back. God bless you. He already has compassion for you. What he needs from you is faith. What he needs from you is faith. That's all he's asking of you is to have faith in him. In him. And I don't think that you guys are young. <laughs> You're still going through life. You have a lot more life to live in Jesus' name. Amen. A lot more years. There's no premature death here in this house in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you guys have a lot more years to life. You have a lot more experiences to, to, to go through. A lot. You know, there's a saying that they say, experience is the best what? I don't agree all the time. I don't agree. Because some experiences, you won't come back. <laughs> you go into the fire forever. You won't come back. <laughs> So it's important that you have faith in what the word is saying because this right here is your guide in this dingy old life. Life is great. Don't, don't get me wrong. But life without Christ is dingy and dusty. It's hell on earth. I don't care what nobody say to me. I don't care what nobody say to you. Life without Christ, Christ is crusty. Okay, so all Jesus is asking is for us to have faith in him, trust in his word, and this will be your guide. You struggling with depression and anxiety? The Bible tells us to make praises unto him. Do you know that's a cure? I know there's the chemical, you know, the scientist says there's a chemical imbalance and then I'm a testament to it. I've battled with depression and anxiety. But this right here, this thing right here saved my life. This saved my life. Okay. Then, I mean, I, I don't think I've struggled. I've never struggled with suicidal. But depression and anxiety, it was the word that kept me up and alive and floating from drowning. And this is what is going to help you out. You think you're not going to face challenges? Why? Already, you guys already know. Some of us, let's be for real. Some of us in this room right now, we're already struggling with depression and anxiety. We're already struggling with it. And you know what the enemy does? He tells you, it's not going to help you. And sometimes, you know what he even does? He confuses you. When you start reading the word, you can't even catch tent. You can't catch that. T-H-E, that. You can't even understand it. But let me tell you, Jesus is there to help you. Yeah. 
He has compassion. Now, is it a sin not to have faith or have the lack thereof? Is it a sin not to have faith or lack faith? This is, this is a question I had too. Is, is it a sin? Do y'all think it's a sin? Quick, you said yes. Okay. No. No. This one. Stacy's sister. I always forget your name. Okay. Then it's on you. Chesa wo yawo. Okay. Okay, what's your name, girl? Megan. Megan. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit ADHD, so I'll be forgetting names. Um, Megan. Okay. So, let me read this. Mark, you don't have to turn there. You can just write it down. Mark 16, 16. Whoever believes and is baptized or cleansed or washed will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Or another word for condemn is unfit. So from reading that and understanding it, I don't think that, I don't necessarily think that not having faith is a sin, but the consequences, what comes out of that can produce sin. So the repercussion or consequence of not having faith is judgment and death. So it's not like God is going to be like, you don't have faith in me, judgment, die now. No. But when you have faith in something, you trust in it, so you do what it says, right? You have faith in your mom, you trust your mom, so you do what your mom says. You know what I'm saying? If your mom tells you, clean your belly button because it gets dirty, you don't clean it because you trust her that she knows she's grown, that your belly button gets dirty, right? I'm sorry, that's... Boy mom, boy mom. Anyway. <laughs> so if you have faith in something, you trust it, you're going to do what they say. Right? Okay. So, the consequences of not having faith in God is judgment and death. Because what? You're going to do opposite of what God says, and that is what? Sin. And sin produces what? Judgment and death. Amen. Amen. So listen. Marie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Marie. Oh, uh, uh, Katie, am I early? Oh, God bless you. Marie. All I have to say is, listen. I'm going to get real with y'all. Because y'all know I always got to, I, I got to keep it real. Because some of y'all need to hear it. Someone I need to hear about. Um, this life is a freaking race. <laughs> and it's not for the strongest. This race is not for the strongest. And it's not even for the fittest. But this race can be ran with God. This race is for those who trust in the Lord. Amen? Amen. It's not for the strongest. It's not... There's a song, it's not by power. What is it? It's not by my, by my spirit. It's not our power. It's not our strength. Your beauty can't even take you. 
It's by the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Kevin. Everybody say hi to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. I want an only boss. Boss, boss. I don't know. So if you don't, if you didn't catch one thing, because I know some of your man take point. Some of y'all didn't hear a thing that I said today, and it's okay. The Lord will help you. If you didn't catch anything today, what I want to tell you and leave with you is to have have faith. Tell God, if you don't believe, you can cry out to God and tell him, God, help my <laughs> help my unbelief. And trust me, the Holy Spirit, he is every single where. Okay? He's not limited by time. He's not limited by the day of the week. He's not limited by, he ain't limited by nada. He is there to help you. And trust, trust me, listen, last night, I was tired, <laughs> okay? I had not prepared the sermon. I was talking to Kevin. Kevin was like, hey. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was not prepared. I had come from me, Koji, me. Yeah, Koji, me, Kevin, me, Koji. And he was Amen. It was holy, holy enjoyment, please. <laughs> we went. <laughs> Correct. We went to, um, you know, a little traditional um, wedding. Listen, by the time I came home, I was tired. But I said, listen, Lord, I know I procrastinated. I know I cut up. I should have been did this. But Holy Spirit, I need you. I got my, my touch up, went and got me some coffee. <laughs> I came up and sat in the bed. Can you believe I laid in the bed and I didn't sleep? Listen, coffee don't do anything to me. Me, when I went to sleep, I sleep. Nothing can stop me. <laughs> He believed that I laid in bed and I did not shut my eyes until this, I had finished the sermon. And I say that as a testimony to say that, listen, if you have faith in God and you ask God or you ask the Holy Spirit to come in and help you, because the Holy Spirit is our helper. If you ask him to come and help you, he will do that and then some more. He will do that and, and above that. Okay? So... I know that there is a lot of things that come to not behave yourself. Behave yourself. What, why? Then move your leg. I can't. Anyway, <laughs> I love now. I love now. But I know there's a lot of things that come to hinder our faith, stall our faith, stop our faith in God. Because let's be for real, a lot of our households. Mm, 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 mm. I didn't say anything. I said a lot of our households. Mm, mm. I can speak on my own. My household was not. <laughs> Listen, my father was a Muslim. Yeah, yeah. So we grew up going to the mosque. I, it wasn't it wasn't frequent but listen the the little after your friend is saying ramadan food it was popping though i ain't gonna lie that's always nice yeah so, <laughs> yeah i we went to the mosque and my parents were people that always tell you spiritual things they're not real that's what we grew up hearing spiritual things they're they're, they're not real 
Oh, me for pastor, I'm say me for I'm going it's not true. But in my little old life, I had no clue that the Lord had my hand, his hand on me from a little girl. He gave me dreams as a little girl. He gave me visions as a little girl that I, had, I didn't even know. I had no clue what was going on. I just thought, well, it's dreams, right? It's visions, right? I had an experience where I saw my own self come up out of my body and go and lay back in my body. Yeah, as a little girl, and I, I didn't even tell anybody. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I thought I was dreaming or a mental issue. <laughs> but it got to a point where it was like, the Lord was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need you. I, I need you. Like, <laughs> yeah, your father is an alcoholic. <laughs> There's trouble in your household. Everything that you see is supposed to stall your faith. But, but come, but come. That is when the Lord began to, right here in Presby, when the Lord began to call me and draw me into the secret place and began to give me different experiences with him. You know, a lot of us, who here is a dreamer? Who dreams? Guys, you've, maybe you've even had a dream and you've seen it come to pass. Deja what? It's not deja nothing. You have a gifting. It's a gifting. You see how the enemy be tricking y'all? Deja what? Yes, Jason, I know you get dreams too. I know. Yeah. It's a gifting. Some of y'all are prophetic. You don't even know it. It has, let me show. Yeah, I see it. Thank you. Some of y'all are prophets in here. You don't even know it. Some of y'all are supposed to be doing this. Y'all supposed to be up here giving us word. Nah. Come on. Don't be shaking your head. Now you see your unbelief. Tell, say it. Help my unbelief. Can help my unbelief. Oh, can help my unbelief. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Listen, a lot of us, God is drawing you. You guys don't even know what God has placed. You know, you haven't even seen of it, of what God has placed in you. All He's asking for you to do is to have faith, guys. I always hit on y'all because I'm a boy mom. I have a little boy. I have a little boy, and God forbid I raise a man that won't be praying. Amen. A man that don't believe in the Bible. God forbid it. And I always say boys because I don't know. I wish I could I could let y'all feel how I feel when I look at y'all faces. Y'all are freaking powerful. Like y'all are freaking if 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 you guys are to band together, right now, if I say you guys gather in a circle and pray, you can shake this this whole building. Yeah, let me tell you. What they're doing in there. You guys can do it ten times more. Yeah, yeah. What did <laughs> you guys can do it ten times over now? Now, 
I know we we say we are young. You guys revere yourselves as you are going to school. Listen, there were kings in the Bible that were younger than you guys. Kings that was younger than you all. Okay, I, I know I always end up my sermon talking to boy, you guys and the girls and whatnot, but and then sharing my experience, but it's the passion. It's the passion. And I see myself in so many of y'all. Listen, I was here with y'all. I was here in Presby too. Probably sitting here and nodding off just like y'all too. But I want to ask, let's, let's, let's be on our feet real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Make it quick. Real quick. Oh, did somebody's beads break or something? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Who wants God to help their unbelief? I do. I do. I need, actually, I need him. To help my unbelief because I understand that I can't do this faith thing without him. I can't do this walk without him. 